This is the JPEG Podcast with your host, Jared Thiessen. Well, if Calgary has played a more disappointing game in this playoffs, I don't know when it was because just disappointment after disappointment and, you know, somehow it seems to just always get forgotten um, that this was a team that was supposed to come into this playoffs as a powerhouse. They were supposed to be like the team to beat. And now you look at them. Um, I don't I don't know that you could call them even the underdog. I would just say <laughs> after last night's game, you would probably just call them the the next team out. Um, aside from the fact that there are three Game 7s tonight before Calgary plays their Game 7 uh, tomorrow evening. Calgary Flames, if you can't tell already, lost this one 4-2 in, Cal- uh, in Dallas. rather, And there's just so much that went wrong that I don't know where to start with anything going right they got outshot for the first time this series. They got out hit badly. They were terrible in the face-off circle. Less than 33% there. And in terms of penalty minutes... Now, the majority of these penalty minutes came at the end of the game when Milan Lucic and Nikita Zadorov both got uh, kicked out of the game. But, again, like they had two power plays... Dallas had three, so pretty close. Calgary actually led in giveaways this game, um, which seems like uh, that's a bit of a broken record, as that's been happening pretty much every game so far in this playoffs. What to say about their offense? Um, Aside from the fact Johnny Gaudreau is basically having to carry this team on his back, and Michael Stone helped last night with a pair of points. Michael Backlund had a goal. But Johnny Gaudreau is basically the only top person on the top line that is carrying his weight in this playoffs. He So he scores the penalty shot goal in game four. He's set up six or five, five goals so far throughout this series in six games. And... He's been their only consistent performer in terms of offense in that he's always going, he's always ready to make a play, and when he's ready to make a play, he often does. And a couple of times, five times so far, when he's made a play, it's ended up in the back of the net off the stick of somebody else, including, uh, not including his own goal. So, Michael Stone scores his first goal. Michael Backlund scores his third Rope Hintz scores one. Michael Roffel scores his second. Miro Haskinen scores his first. And Tyler Sagan scores the empty netter for Dallas. Just too many times the Flames gave it away at their own blue line. Or only one person went across the blue line when they had the puck. Far too many times where it was solo entries that just got shot around the boards and was picked up by Dallas and brought back the other direction. That happened, I I don't think I could count the number of times that happened where somebody 
Um, Tyler Toffoli, I know it happened to him at least twice where he would break into the offensive zone and there would be nobody in support, and so he'd just have to fire it around the boards. You can't win playoff games like that. You cannot be giving up opportunities to shoot when (laughs) this whole series, only one game has been won by more than two goals. And when you're in it, right up, um, Tyler Sagan's empty netter comes with 46 seconds to go. You were in it right up until that moment. So you have to you have to be able to support the puck, support who's carrying the puck, and get opportunities when they're there. I I part of me wanted to go on a rant about Johnny Gaudreau being a unrestricted free agent at the end of this season because he he's been their best player year in year out every season for at least the last four or five years and when when you're not getting help like he's not been getting so far eventually you're not going to want to play on that team you're going to say you know what I could just as easily go to Philadelphia or New Jersey. New Jersey's building a great team. He's from New Jersey. Why wouldn't he head there? Calgary, when when you get such lackadaisical efforts from your teammates, um, you're not going to want to stick with that. You're going to want to go somewhere else where they're going to support you and put players with you in a position to succeed. And Calgary... Um, Management has done their part. They've brought in good players. They've brought in people who can win. Trevor Lewis, um, you know, I never expected that he would be uh, the tied for the team lead in goals uh, <laughs> in the first round of the playoffs. But he's been he's been outstanding this whole playoff round. Matthew Kachuk has been nigh unto invisible. And Elias Lindholm is spotty at best, in, especially in the face-off circle, where the Flames have had copious amounts of struggles in this whole series. And last night was the icing on the cake, where they won a total of 21 face-offs. There were 65. 65 face-offs, and you couldn't get even anywhere close to 40%. That's, that's not going to cut it, ever in a playoff game three stars uh, I would love to do a three things you know the good the bad and the stars but there was no there was nothing good in this game the the flames were terrible from start to finish they had no puck support they had no bodies in front of the net making things difficult for Jake Ottinger and they they just looked like they could not care less. I I've never seen anything like it. It was <laughs> I I feel like I've maybe said that a couple times in this series and this was it was unbelievable to see a team this disinterested in a playoff game where they could clinch a second round playoff berth something this team hasn't done since 2015 and they they haven't done it 
in like before that, the last time they made the second round was 2004. This this is a a broken record every year of the Flames are close but or the Flames are in but never close. And it it makes it awfully hard to want to watch these games when you know that this team is just going to disappoint you. The bad was everything. It was bad from start to finish. And now with potentially losing Nikita Zadorov pending his hearing this afternoon, you, you cannot count on this team. You cannot count on this team to win big games. Especially games that are to clinch the second the next round of the playoffs it's if you are if you're into sports betting if if the calgary flames are in a position to win and move on to the next round of the playoffs always bet against them because that will make you money hand over fist three stars i don't want to pick a flame in this one I don't. Jake Ottinger, outstanding again, despite, you know, Calgary not really making it that difficult for him. Jacob Markstrom was good. He was he was good. He was not great. Um he he made saves. He 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 kept Calgary in the game. He was he was good enough that Calgary was in it until the last minute. And Miro Haskinen scores the game-winning goal. I'm I'm more leaning towards a Michael Roffel for the third star. Michael Roffel had a pretty big impact for Dallas in this one, um, mostly for being a wuss and uh, pretending to be hurt. But, you know, whatever. Not that I'm biased or anything. And in this game, I gotta say, this was probably the worst officiated game I've watched in this playoffs missed calls all over the ice and I mean I'm talking both ways Uh, Jason Robertson twice hooked Elias Lindholm going to the net on it was a two-on-one Robertson hooking Lindholm from behind you gotta call that the game was 2-1 at the time it was close Actually, it was t- it was tied. It was tied at two, and Elias Lindholm gets hooked twice on a two-on-one. If you miss that call, then you cannot work another game this playoffs. That's that's absolutely unacceptable. Just like the f- amount of effort the Flames put in. That'll do it for today. It's the JPEG podcast, and uh, yeah, Calgary now faces Dallas in Game Seven. On Sunday evening at 8:30 p.m. Central Time, we'll have uh, we'll have a wrap up for you of that one coming up Monday morning, and uh, we'll see if Calgary plays like they did last night. There is not a single chance in the world that they move on, but the game is back in Calgary, so we'll see what uh, we'll see what happens there. Once again, on the JPEG Podcast, I'm Jared Tyson.